Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. I'm Didier with Didier Mortgage, and today we're going to talk about dropping your PMI and dropping your interest rate and, and saving a lot of money. So basically, I've just been having these customers this past week, and, and I did uh, these borrowers that I did a loan, they did 10% down uh, 10 months ago. Unfortunately, they're going through a divorce, and so they're refinancing one wants to stay in the house. So I, I went ahead and ran the loan, put in a value, and unbelievably, it not only did it uh, lower the rate, which we knew, but it also dropped the PMI and no appraisal. So they got rid of the PMI, no appraisal, and they wound up, the person that's going to stay in the home wound up saving money and really working out to their advantage just besides just refinancing because of the situation, but save money. I'm finding more and more because of all the appreciation, and it, it may be a good idea because you don't know how long the appreciation in our area is going to go for, but if you got PMI, maybe it's time you think about getting rid of the PMI and uh, and maybe refinancing. So, you know, I always used to go with the 2%. I'd go with the 18 months, you know, and I still believe in the 18 months, but I think that you might have a combination to where even when you refinance, you've got to remember that you've gained equity in your home in the last year. So regardless in the last 12 months, you have gained equity in your home. So you may be at a certain factor, maybe the PMI factor is maybe a 0.6. What does that mean? You take your loan amount times 0.6 divided by 12 is your monthly PMI. But let's say you maybe still need PMI, but maybe it's a 0.01 or a 0.02 and it drops it significantly. Or what I've been finding is no appraisal, PMI gone. And it's kind of like I was just manipulating the system a little bit. I put in numbers and the guy said, this is what my house is worth. So I kind of increased it a little bit. And lo and behold, it took it. So, you know, a lot of people don't even know what their homes are worth or what they're thinking. <clears throat> but I put it at a market where maybe the appraisal would be waived. And it not only was waived, there's no PMI. And that was really huge. Because you got to remember, your appraisal fee is like $450. And I, I can't guarantee that's going to happen each and every time. And I don't know how they derive at what is getting waived or not. It's not the lender. It's not the underwriter. It's not me. It's not my processor. It's the database that Fannie and Freddie have in the system that tells you whether they're going to go ahead and, and, and waive the appraisal or not. I think it's a great idea. I love it. It streamlines everything. So for the advantages for the people, it's been huge. And so I just want you to know that there's a great possibility on your refis after a year, maybe look into that it could possibly save you some money. You know, as we know, like everything's getting more expensive uh, than when we go out there. And uh, you know, anything we can do to save money where we're living is great. And when you really look at the mortgage payment compared to what the rents are out there, and then you can get rid of PMI and drop the rate, poof, only good times ahead with that. So I hope you're finding that informative, that really what you need to do is look at trying to get rid of it. And like, I know when I do loans most times, people are like, what do I gotta do to get rid of the PMI? Well, you know, obviously paying additional money, value of your home increasing are the, the benefits of that taking place. But, you know, with rates that have dropped in the last year and values have gone up, 
what a home run that you could potentially have in saving money. And that's what it's all about, uh, doing so. So it doesn't hurt to run your loan to see what's going on and what you can save. I still believe in the 18-month rule. And a lot of people get really worried about the PMI. Like they're always so adamant trying to put 20% because they don't want it. But remember, <clears throat> everything's all predicated on what? If you remember from prior podcasts and videos, it's all predicated on your credit scores. The higher the credit scores, the lower the rate, the lower the PMI. And maybe maybe that's in the model of the, of the appraisals as well. Who knows? I don't know. So those are things just to keep in mind. It's about saving money. <clears throat> so about being on top of your game. And I'm just going to go off a little bit. One of the things I also want you to do that's not part of the narrative on this podcast is, you know, when you see things like your mortgage payment going up every month or every year, you get an annual escrow and it comes back and all of a sudden your payments have jacked up. I want you to pay attention. You know, maybe your insurance company doesn't want to write your insurance anymore. Maybe they, they're, they're kind of pricing themselves out of the market. And so your payments are going up and you're not realizing it. So you really got to stay tuned in on your monthly mortgage statement. We're always trying to stay ahead of the game. We're always trying to get our house paid off quicker. We're always trying to get our payments lower. So you got to keep your mind aware of all these variables. One, you're trying to get rid of the PMI. Two, you have the opportunity to drop your rate. Yeah, go for it. You know, three, you see your escrow account go up. Why did it go up? Maybe the insurance jacked up. You know, after your insurance goes up like 10 or 15, or I don't know what the percentage is for the insurance people, but once it goes beyond a certain percentage, you can shop and see about getting rid of and getting a lower rate. So you got to monitor that and keep your eye on it. And then don't forget one last thing I want to throw in there. You know, your taxes. Your loan officer should always tell you, you know, hey, what your taxes are now and what your taxes are going to be next year. Because I still have people calling me up going, oh my gosh, my taxes, my payments went up. And I always prepare people and I quiz them that you have to look at what the taxes are today. Remember, when you close on your home as a purchase, when you close on your home as a purchase, that it's going to be uh, on the PM, you know, I just thought, lost my thought there. So when you close on a purchase, it's a little bit different, right? So when you have that going on. Hey, you know why? Because my mind was something on something in the PMI and I forgive me on that one. You know, I just had a phone call yesterday and the guy says, hey, listen, I have a house. My daughter's getting built. You know, we locked in a rate. We, we locked in the, the contract. But, you know, it's been eight months later and the value of the home is so much higher. So can we get rid of the PMI? The answer is no. So when you made a deal and you current contracted and you closed on it and your house is being built and you got it uh, 10 months down the road, it's always the lesser of the two. They're going off the contract price. You're just blessed that you have equity in your home. So that would be a great candidate, you know, if you had locked your rate in a year ago or 10 months ago or nine months ago, you know, I think that that's a perfect example because I feel like, I, I think that we're not done with lower rates. Yes, they've bumped up in the three range, but I think we still have good times ahead in terms of lower rates. And I don't want to get into why, I just feel it's going to be there. So for those that have the new construction, you have it, you may have a great opportunity to get rid of the PMI, refinance it, and lower your rate. So those are the things. And that's why I kind of explained to my friend whose daughter's buying that place is, yeah, you're stuck with the PMI, but you don't know what the future holds in terms of rates going back down again. And I think they're going to keep it at unprecedented levels of at lower so that people will be able to continue buying, refinancing, and, 
and moving the money in the system. So those are my thoughts to you on that one. So, you know, on your purchases, going back to that one, you have the PMI, you know, you're gonna, you know, they always mandate, you gotta keep it for a year or two. It's not writing anywhere in your package, but it's there. They're not gonna let you just get rid of it. So you look at the combination of, hey, if I can't get rid of it right away, maybe I can refinance and lower my rate and really save some money. So I hope you found this informative, helpful, educational, uh, under 10 minutes. I just want to give you the information so you have something to digest. If you have the opportunity, go to my website at www.ddamortgage.com. Go to my videos, subscribe. And then if you like to get a little bit more details like I did here on this podcast on PMI, hey, look at my pad, my podcast. Until the next one, have a great day. Thanks for tuning in. Let's continue to learn and grow together so that we can save money, I can educate you, and you can learn about the mortgages and everything involved with a mortgage. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.